that timeline won't look the same for everybody, right? When you surrender to the timeline, it's about knowing that you don't know how long it's going to take and that's okay. Hi friends and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur, a lifestyle coach, and a content creator for my brand, LaRue. And if you're here today, it's because you're ready to elevate your lifestyle, live more intentionally, and achieve your dreams. And you found just the right place to do so. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another fabulous episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As always, I am so thrilled to have you here with me today, and I'm so, so pumped to do today's episode. I feel like I'm on a high from honestly just the podcast lately like it's become it's transformed into a little bit of a different space where I've been addressing certain things and it's it's just been such a relief to not just stand up for myself but really feel aligned with the values that I had coming into this podcast just showing up for you guys being vulnerable, sharing my story, sharing my opinion, sharing my thoughts to give you guys that safe space to know that you're never alone. And these are open conversations that deserve to be had. And it's Wednesday, the day of the podcast release day. So, you know, last week's podcast came out today for me and I received already just like a really, a couple of really, really extraordinary messages that made just my day. Like I these are the messages I live for where you guys reach out to me and say, you know, thank you. And I just can't express how much those messages mean to me, which I say to you guys a lot because it's true. Like they just mean so much to me because I've sent those messages, right? I've been in that position where someone's content or someone's thoughts or someone's musings that they shared made me realize that I'm never alone and I knew how much that meant to me. So me being that person for you guys, just thank you. Like that's all I can say to that. So I'm really excited to talk about today's episode I had this thought when I was talking to my really good friend Jess. You guys know Jess. I mention her pretty much in every podcast now lately. And I just love and adore her with all my heart and soul. And we were talking about essentially, let me actually back up. So a couple weeks ago, I realized that the kind of theme for me this year, if it had to be summed up into one word, was to surrender, right? So I told you guys in a, in a podcast a little while back that there was a point where I was really starting to get worried about whether or not I had made the right decision to come up here and to move and just take that enormous leap of faith, you know, on myself and financially and kind of this huge question of can I do it or am I going to fail, right? And I had been teetering back and forth on that question honestly more more than one time a day, right? It was getting to the point where I was just like going so back and forth on emotions of I can do this, I can't do this. And one day, I told you guys about this, I, I woke up, I sat down on my desk, I had immediately had an anxiety attack, I, I was just panicking, I was crying, I was emotional, I was very vulnerable, and I decided to shut, like, shut down my desk, shut down my, shut down my desk, shut down my computer, and step away for the morning, and I gave myself a really safe space to let the emotions out, I was trying so hard to hold them in, and I was just like, you know what, this is completely counterproductive, I'm just gonna cry, like, just let it out. I was hysterical, I cried, I let it all out, and this is very personal, but in that moment, I just kept audibly saying, you know, I'm like, I can't do this anymore, I'm surrendering to this, I, I have to let this be where I'm at right now, no matter how uncomfortable, no matter how painful it felt, no matter how scary it felt, and I just kept saying, I surrender, I surrender, I surrender, and it felt like a very spiritual moment, um, you guys know that my relationship with religion is 
wavered, I would say, <laughs> but in in this moment in my life and in the last year of my life, it's not really been about religion more than spirituality. And I just feel very spiritually connected to the universe itself. And for me, the higher power is the universe and her knowledge and her wisdom and her understanding and like me just kind of connecting with that thought. So anyways, it felt like a very emotional and spiritual moment in my life. And I just kept saying, I surrender, I surrender, I surrender. And since then, and I think that I've definitely been like surrendering before that moment. But this was, I want to say maybe like June, June-ish, July maybe. Since that moment, the word surrender or the theme of surrendering has been very, very relevant in my life. And then pretty much from there on out is when I would say that a lot started changing. So then I shared with you guys more recently like that I know I've been hitting this precipice and now I have hit this precipice, I would say, you know, within the last two months, uh, definitely before my birthday. So I'd say like early August, it was just kind of, I knew it was happening. Things were changing. I was signing a lot of clients. Like things were really shifting in my life. And I knew then as time kept passing, like I felt myself changing internally and externally, like my external environment and the factors in that environment were changing and evolving. And I knew that I was no longer hitting that precipice, but I was now on that precipice and moving forward. I was moving forward into a new chapter of my life and it felt, and I've said this before, but honestly the best way I can describe it is is truly that I felt like the girl who had just gone through all the healing, all the changing, all the honesty, all the vulnerability, I no longer resonated with those feelings I felt that I had put that woman to rest the girl who was broken the girl who was struggling the girl who was insecure the girl who feared for everything she had healed and I now feel like I I still of course I still have every part of her with me and I uh, 1000% carry those lessons with me but I no longer feel like I'm in that journey And I feel like that journey has ended and I've begun a new one. And I think what made me realize that a new journey was starting is because I realized previously when that new journey was starting, right? So that was two and a half years ago when I moved home and then hit that breaking point. So March of 2020, which obviously, you know, coincidentally is the same, same time COVID really just kind of hit the world and... I knew that a new journey was starting because it felt really scary and I was terrified, but it was also exciting. And now I know a new journey is starting because it no longer feels scary. I, I'm not scared for this next chapter. I couldn't be more excited and feel more empowered to push forward now more than ever in my career and in my life. And just personally for me, like pushing forward for me means pushing the boundaries of my routine and what means what living intentionally means to me and I feel like if anything aligns those two journeys it's still the thought of surrendering and I realized this when I was having this conversation conversation with Jess and I want to preface this by saying I got her permission to share a lot so Jess big shout out to you because obviously you know you inspire so much in my life and I just love and adore you and you inspire me so much, but specifically this podcast and I'm really excited to talk about 
what I think is just kind of surrendering to a timeline, right? So Jess and I were just talking about this on the phone and something that I know is like one of the scariest moments in our lives is this uncomfortable unknowing of how long something might take, right? So for me, and I, I, I know I mentioned this on the podcast before, but I want to directly speak to this this concept and this this thought, which is scary. I knew, parts of me knew, you know, this thought wavered, but in my heart of hearts, I knew one day I would reach this moment in my life. But the scariest knowing of that is just not knowing how long it will take. Is it going to take me a month? Is it going to take me two months? Is it going to take me a year? to get to this moment essentially took me two and a half years. And if you zoom out even further, really that journey began the day my brother passed away. And so that puts me at 18 and I'm now 25. So that's a long time. But really what I'm talking about when I say surrendering to the timeline is as scary and as uncomfortable as it is, I think the best thing we can ever do is just embrace that uncomfortability because Jess is in a moment of huge transition in her life and essentially she left a very comfortable corporate job with security, right? A really good paycheck and insurance and the assurance of knowing that like, okay, I have work next week. Like this is my, this is my nine to five. This is my salary paying job and this is what I do. But from the moment I met Jess, I knew wholly and completely like she wasn't meant to be not in corporate, just in what she was doing. She was in tech. And I knew she was meant for so much more because this woman just like immediately added so much value to my life. And she has so much wisdom and so much knowledge. And she's just one of those people. This sounds a bit odd to say, but like I know in, in so many of my friendships, I'm that person people come to to like talk about emotions and talk about the hard shit because they know I'm fully available for those conversations. They don't make me uncomfortable, whether it's they're feeling anger or grief or sadness. Like they, every single one of my friends knows they can come to me about that. And Jess was that friend for me. Like I immediately just had a soul connection with this woman. And I'm going to have her back on the podcast to talk about like divine soul connections with friendships, which she doesn't know yet. So this is you finding out Jess. That's not the point of this podcast. The point is I immediately knew Jess was that person and we we obviously built our friendship and we had already gone through so much together and then in it's already been a couple months for her but in maybe June or July a lot changed about her life and she left the nine to five world and I was so excited for her she felt terrified it was emotional roller coaster for her but internally you know it wasn't my place to like express this while she's going through a lot so I was just there for her But internally, I was screaming cries of joy. I was like, oh my God, you're out of this now. Like you get to pursue what you're truly meant for. And I knew it was going to be so scary for her, but I couldn't have been worried less for this woman. Like I was just like, okay, this is great. This is great news. I'm so excited for you. You're going to leave this and you're going to do what you're meant to do. And I knew that was terrifying for her. But I knew in my heart, this, this this was one of the best things that could have happened to her. And it's so funny because Jess and I now have had this conversation several times and we just had a day on Saturday where we just like, again, had one of those amazing 
soul life-changing conversations and we say the same thing like she said the same thing to me several months ago when I was flipping out worried I had made a huge mistake moving here and Jess is like I could not be worried less about you like I just knew it would all work out and as you guys know Jess was essentially like the reason the creative studio was born and I I just accredit so much of this change to her because she pushed me to do it and I want to preface that by also saying like no one in your life gets credit for what you do and the actions you take but oh my god can you be so grateful to people for pushing you to that moment pushing you to that precipice right Jess was that person for me it wasn't my parents it wasn't it wasn't anyone else it was Jess she was like this is what you need to do I know you need to do it and I took that knowledge and I ran with it and I just I couldn't be more grateful to that woman and that's how I feel about her like we were it it just the the roles have now reversed and when Jess was honestly posed with this opportunity to change her life I knew how scary that would be because it meant getting out of a financial security and just an overall secure situation but leaving something that she wasn't happy with in that nine to five corporate job she had and moving into something that was so much more aligned but meant betting on herself and essentially you know starting over she was starting a new career path or is she's starting a new career path and all of this is to say we got to this conversation on Saturday and I would I, I kept I kept telling Jess like I could not understand more of where you're at with the scary emotions because that's where I was at but I surrendered to the timeline. I, I had to surrender to being okay with not knowing when it was going to happen. And this is the exact conversation Jess and I had. She said to me, and her and I are so, so similar in so many ways. And I can't tell, I couldn't have told her like how many times I had this thought. And I can't tell you guys the same thing. Like I, I, I must have had this thought hundreds of times throughout the last two years. I know I'm going to make it, but how long do I have to fucking wait? Like, I it was so scary and that's how Jess feels she kept telling to me like I think it's just just about an aspect of control of not knowing the when you know if someone had walked up to us and said okay you're gonna go through this for two months or four months I'd be okay I'd be like okay great I can uh, you know it's just like breathing fresh air like you know it's gonna happen but that's not possible no one's gonna come up to us and tell us okay you have to go through this really difficult spot in your life for a year And then everything's going to change and your life is going to be amazing. So moving on to the overall conversation and what I want to talk to you guys about in reference to essentially what Jess and I went through, which is a very, very, very similar situation because Jess and I just got off the phone and it's all changing. Like she, I, oh God, I just can't even, I'm so freaking proud of this girl, you guys. And my point in all of this is saying we've all been there or we all will be there or we all will be there again, right? These, the, the way life works is, is, is an ebb and flow and we have to ebb and flow through these hard spots. And I think some, I've, I've also had this conversation with you guys before, but I want to include it in this overall conversation. I know that so much a part of the manifesting conversation or even like the live your best life conversation is that it doesn't have to be hard to get to the best spots. Like you don't have to hustle and grind to make a business work or I think it's just about like we don't have to suffer to live an amazing life. And I I want that to be true. And I think suffering is a really strong word. So I would say I guess I guess I think that is true. 
But the reality of it is, is that we live, which I've always said to you guys, we live in a world with free will. This is life. Like we're, we're naturally going to go through really hard spots. We're naturally going to go through grief and loss, whether that's of a person or of a thing or of a job or et cetera. We're naturally going to get angry at things or feel hurt by things because that's life. And I think being accepting of those moments and being, you know, not necessarily excited. I wouldn't say we're excited to go through grief, but being okay to know that those moments are going to come because it is about everything is about what you do with those moments. It's okay to let them break you down for a moment in your life. It's okay to not know how to move forward for a moment. It's okay to sit in the grief. In fact, I strongly, strongly encourage you to sit in the grief, sit in the sadness, sit in the anger, sit in the hurt. Let that be what you feel. Let that consume you. But then you have to be able to move on, right? And it's about what we do with these moments in our lives. It's about learning the lessons, learning the valuable things you need, and letting them letting those lessons affect the rest of your life in a positive way, right? And that takes so much time for some things. I will never discredit the amount of time it took me to get to this moment, which is, like I said, essentially seven, eight years almost, right? It took me a long time to get in a position where I was able to heal my grief and and, and move on and be able to heal the really, really dark parts of me. That timeline won't look the same for everybody, right? When you surrender to the timeline, it's about knowing that you don't know how long it's going to take and that's okay. So for Jess, that timeline meant only a couple months. And now she's gone through the really hard ruminating on what the hell do I do with my life? You know, I have to start over and I'm scared and I'm terrified. But she was able to surrender to that timeline and now... She just got such amazing news. And I, like she said to me, like I honestly just couldn't be less worried about this girl. So now I want to talk to you guys about you. This is about you and how you can surrender to the timeline. I understand how absolutely terrifying that sounds. And honestly, when someone, like when I was listening to podcasts going through my hard part and someone would say something like that or a variation of, I would just get pissed off because I'm just like, okay, but you're you're out of it now. Like you're not going through this. What do you know? You don't know what it means. Like you don't know how truly, how truly bad it is for me right now. Right. And those were my thoughts. I would just get angry at people telling me to surrender and be okay and just, you know, be happy about today. And I'm just like, okay, but you know what? I can't do that because I'm fucking miserable. Life sucks right now. And I have no freaking clue what it means to surrender to a timeline. Like I don't know how to do that, right? So if you're someone nodding your head thinking, yeah, you're right, Lauren, I, I'm like pissed off right now that you're saying this and I don't know how to do this, I want to speak to you directly because if I could, if I could like drill something into your head the most, it would be I was exactly where you are right now a year and a half, two years ago. And I just kept constantly asking myself, but how do I do this? How will it get better? I just don't see it getting better. And I think something that gave me a lot of hope and probably a more subconscious understanding that I was, in fact, surrendering to the timeline was the fact that I got so honest with myself and the fact that I focused more on the healing rather than the growing. 
So what I mean by that is I had to give myself a safe space to understand, okay, right now is not about getting successful. It's not about building a business. It's not about, it's not about anything or anyone. It's about me and it's about healing these emotions because if I hadn't healed and I hadn't given myself the space to heal all the crap that I was feeling, there was no way I was going to let myself get to the next part, which is the growth, right? There was no way I was going to be able to actually grow, to build a business, etc., or whatever your goal is. So if you are someone who was getting annoyed by me saying surrender to the timeline, surrender to it being bad right now to get to the good, you were annoyed by me saying that or upset or angry by that I was there I was with you and the only thing I can say to you that will remedy I hope I hope will remedy that anger or that sadness or that fear whatever you're feeling is to sit down and get really really comfortable with being uncomfortable you have to be okay with the emotions you're feeling because if you're angry by me saying surrender to the timeline or you're feeling some sort of negative negative emotion about me saying that, it is because you are still uncomfortable with the emotions you are feeling. Whatever that is. So if you're if you're someone who's just gone through a trauma or has gone through a trauma previously and has never dealt with those emotions, or something bad has just happened in your life and you're like, when the hell will I get through this? You got fired from a job, or you ended a relationship with a friend or a, you know significant other or something has happened in your life and you just don't see a way out and you're getting annoyed by me saying surrender to the timeline surrender to this right now it is because you haven't addressed the emotions you're actually feeling beyond the surface right now so let's go with someone who's ended a significant other relationship you were in a relationship for a long time and now you've just broken up let's just say it was a bad breakup and now you're just you're distraught with emotion If you don't see a way out of this right now, it is because you're not addressing the deeper emotion. And I know that sounds harsh and I know that might sound hurtful and annoying and you're just like, you know what, I'm going to turn this podcast off. It's because it's the truth. And that is a harsh truth to hear, but it is the truth. And I've been there because people would tell me, Or people would bring up Josh and the bad parts of the loss and the grief and I would get pissed off and I would just tell them to shut up and I wouldn't talk about it and I didn't want to talk about it and people would bring it up and I was uncomfortable. And that's because I didn't know how to deal with the grief. And I think consciously I did know that. It's just a thought I wasn't willing to admit to myself. So if that's where you're at right now and the central emotion you're feeling is likely anger or fear It's because you haven't addressed those deeper emotions. So my advice to you is to sit down, like I said, by getting comfortable with the uncomfortability to actually do this. So, you know, steps, lateral steps you can take are you need to sit down and journal. Journaling is such, such a proactive way to address feelings, such a proactive way. Journal it out. Go see a therapist. Listen to last week's podcast. Go talk this out with someone who's more objective, more of a third party. And by objective, I don't mean a really good friend because naturally our best friends want to take our side, right? They want to encourage 
the anger or the emotion to validate us, which is a good thing. That's not that that's them being a good friend, right? So my best advice is to go see someone who's a third party, whether that's a therapist, a life coach, whomever, talk, talk these things out. You have to verbalize your feelings because without, without verbally acknowledging them or without writing them down and literally saying, I understand I'm angry because X, Y, and Z, or I understand I'm hurt because X, Y, and Z, you are skirting around the point. You are inadvertently not addressing the point because you're too scared to admit these emotions. So if you want to surrender to a timeline that you're in right now, if you want to be okay with where you're at right now because it's uncomfortable to get to the next chapter of your life, the next part of your life, you need to sit down and acknowledge what emotions you're feeling. You need to acknowledge what healing work still needs to be done and you need to take actionable steps to get there. And actionable steps means living more intentionally, getting more aligned with what you value in life. What are your values? Address those values. Make sure you're living up to those values. Start this, you guys, this conversation, when it comes down to it, comes down to the entire meaning behind this entire brand, behind the entire meaning of what changed my life is living intentionally. You need to reevaluate what you value in your life Start taking actionable steps to get there. And I don't mean change your life in one freaking day. Don't don't put yourself in a position where you can easily resent yourself for not taking action. Take little steps. Break them down in what feels comfortable. Do what I did, you guys. Make that damn list. I will never stop promoting this list. Make a list of what you can control and what you can't control. Or make a list of what you want to change in your life. Make a list that feels comfortable. Make a list that feels right. And just start working your way down it. Don't take don't take 10 things off that list and be like, okay, I'm going to change these 10 things today because you're setting yourself up for failure. Naturally, that's just the case. Take one thing on that list and start working on that. And if that too still feels overwhelming, pick something else on the list. You can very easily change your life by taking one step. All it takes is that first step to create that encouragement, to create that that domino effect in your life for bigger, much larger change. So this is a very typical podcast that I would, you know, I want to realign with. This is, this is very traditional of the conversations I want to get down with you guys because when it comes down to living intentionally, when it comes down to living your life for you and what feels right for you, it comes down to aligning with your values, aligning with your emotions. And I understand, you guys, I can't I can't stress this to you enough. I understand how uncomfortable it can be to be honest about your emotions just with yourself. I I have never had a harder time in my life than admitting that honestly I felt at, at one moment when I was in in the darkest part, I felt like my anger at my brother outweighed the actual grief I had at, lo- at at his loss and losing him. Because at that moment, I was blaming his loss. I was angry at his loss because it felt like that was the reason I was in the position I was in. But I was in the position I was in because of me and because I was unwilling to deal with my emotions. So my encouragement to you guys is do the hardest thing you can do, which is be honest with yourself about your emotions and why you're feeling them and owning up to them. 
We cannot let other people make us feel a certain way. I know that always sounds like such bullshit when someone says it because it's just like, okay, well, this person's a horrible person. So yeah, they're going to make me pissed off. I know that is so hard to swallow. Like it's so much easier to say than it is to like actually align with and believe. But I do think it's the truth. And I have to reiterate that to myself all the time. No one can let you feel a certain way. Very, you know, very rarely can someone actually have that that dominant effect on your emotions. It's because we allow people to let us feel a certain way and we allow people's opinions of us to let us think and feel a certain way and believe a certain thing about ourselves. But when it comes down to it, if you were alone on an island, a deserted island, and it was just you, yourself, and I, that didn't make sense. You know what I mean? Me, myself, and I, but for you. Okay, if you're alone on an island, <laughs> this podcast is going in wavelengths <laughs> and we're just embracing it because that's that's life. If you were alone on an island and all you had was you, you want to be comfortable with your own presence. You want to be someone who's comfortable being alone and letting your thoughts and your emotions empower you rather than letting them be entirely uncomfortable. So if you are someone who's uncomfortable with being alone, it's time to address a lot more than what feels like the emotions on the surface. You might be angry, you might be upset, you might be hurt, but it's a lot more than being angry, upset, or hurt. There's so much more deeper than that. And by you being vulnerable enough with yourself to address those, you are empowering yourself more than you could possibly imagine. I never ever in my life thought I would be able to admit things to myself. I never thought I'd be able to be so honest with myself and now I'm at a point in my life where I'm very 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 honest with myself but it's also put me in a position of so much self-power because I respect myself so much more right like when I upset someone or I hurt someone or I say something that I shouldn't have I am so available to the understanding that hey I did something wrong let me apologize for it let me take ownership of this whereas if you would have asked me to do that five six years ago not a freaking chance could I have done that I was so uncomfortable with being with with addressing anything besides like fun and happy and joyful and which was all fake anyways so this was an all over the place podcast, but um, I think I got my point across and I really hope I did because when I say surrender to the timeline, surrender to the uncomfortability, be comfortable with being uncomfortable, I'm saying it from a place of so much experience rather than, and, and I feel like people are always saying it from a place of experience. You know, the people I look up to, the podcast I listen to, whenever they've said that to me and it pissed me off. <laughs> I was like, okay, maybe, maybe they, maybe there is something to this because I now know, like, I was in a position where I was so uncomfortable with my own emotions that if something like that, an empowering thought or an empowering action can annoy me, obviously something's happening way deeper than what I'm acknowledging or what I'm willing to allow myself to acknowledge. So I really hope all of this has made sense. And I hope that it really hits because whether or not you're in a phase of your life where you do need to surrender to the timeline or not, whether in an amazing moment in your life or you're in a very uncomfortable moment in your life, 
this is always advice that we're going to need. I'm going to hit one of those moments again in my life, no matter what. Like it's just going to naturally come up because this is life. And it's about what I do with that moment. It's about how I let it impact the rest of my life that is important. And the same goes for you guys. So I really hope you found value in this. I really hope it resonated. I really hope it hit. And I want to continue to thank you guys for the wonderful comments and the thoughts that you have on this podcast because it means so much to me. And I just want to thank you guys for continuing to show up each week. We're hitting really great numbers on the podcast and that means so much to me. I love you all so dearly and I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.